Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ready? Let's go. It's time for the Bab Johnson Show. Bab Johnson Show. Let's go. Bab Johnson will make your day. Right here on WDIA. To listen to what you say. You know it's time for the Bab Johnson Show. Woo! Time for the Bab Good afternoon and welcome back to the second half of the Bev Johnson Show here on WDIA. It is a beautiful fall day in Memphis, Tennessee. It is Tuesday, September 27th, 2022. Enjoy this fabulous day today. As I said earlier, very special guests in the studio. We're going to talk about parent like a pro. I mentioned that earlier. So what does that mean? Well, we're going to tell you. Want to get your attention and welcome in for the first time in the studios of WDIA into the Bev Johnson Show. We want to welcome in Mrs. Brenda Reed Pilcher. She's an author. She's an educator. I'll let her tell her more about her stuff. She's my sorority sister of the beautiful, the great Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. What? Let me welcome in Miss Brenda Reed Pilcher. She's also my church member. You got a lot of stuff going on here, sister. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Good mo- Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Bab Johnson. How are you? I am wonderful. And before we get started, I just want to thank you, thank you, thank you so much for allowing me to sit in the legendary studios of WDIA and the legendary Bab Johnson radio show. I am honored. You are so welcome. You are so welcome. Looking just beautiful today. Well, thank you. She came in with her red and stuff. <laughs> oh, 
Department. You know how we do, babe. I, I know how those Deltas do. They do. Uh, I got my little white on today, but that's okay. We okay. We good. We good. We good. So before we get started, and, and I, I want you, Brenda, to tell our listeners a little bit about Brenda Reed Pilcher. Okay. Well, Brenda Reed Pilcher is a native Arkansan. I was born and reared in the beautiful city of Pine Bluff, Arkansas. I lived there through childhood, from childhood all the way through college. I attended the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. Shout out to HBCUs. That's HBCUs. Right. That's right. And uh, I majored in education. I started out in the classroom and uh, taught uh, for four years as a classroom teacher and then matriculated to corporate America. Mm. So I spent 36 years uh, in corporate America as an education consultant. And uh, my first company actually relocated me to Memphis. And that's how I came to be here. Um, I met my husband here. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been married for 34 years, Henry. Wow. Pilcher the third. Yeah. Uh, we have we are blessed to have two um, amazing young adults, attorney Kelsey Pilcher mm -hmm. and Henry uh, Frank Pilcher the fourth is a coach and a teacher. So he followed in his mother's footsteps. Yeah. Now, now, where is he coaching now, Brenda? He's actually living in Atlanta, Georgia. Wow. So he's coaching at one of the highest achieving schools not just in academics, but also in football. It's called Grayson High School in Atlanta, Georgia. And, of course, you know, Kelsey is an attorney. Yeah. So she um, works uh, as an attorney for the Air Force. Oh, she, wow. She's a civilian attorney for the Air Force. I didn't know that. I knew yes. she was an attorney, but I didn't know what she was doing. Yes. Well, you know, she started out in California yeah. and uh, in corporate uh, America. Mm -hmm. And during the pandemic, she relocated back home and ended up being an attorney with the Air Force. She uh, lives in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Okay. So she's back in the state of Tennessee. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's good. So you you you've been doing a lot of things, <laughs> and especially in education. Yes. Was was education always dear to your heart? Education was always dear to my heart because I stand on the shoulders of my mother, uh, my elder sister, uh, and a couple of aunts. So we are a family of educators. I knew as a little girl that I would be an educator. Hmm. Well, now, <laughs> now you are an author. And yes, I want to know why did you decide? And let me let me tell my our listeners. Her book is called "Parent Like a Pro: The One Stop Shop Playbook of Tips, Strategies, and Real Life Episodes." And I love this because they had the forward by our own Bishop Bishop Henry M. Williamson Sr. I love Bishop yes. Bishop William. I love him. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. So now. Yes, ma'am. And why did you decide to write a book about parenting, Parent Like a Pro? Well, that is a, a good question, and the answer has two parts. Okay. Uh, first of all, I decided to write a parenting book, Parent Like a Pro, because of the work that I did for um, 30 of the 40 years that I spent in education. Uh, I recently retired after 40 years in education. You did? Yes, ma'am. Um, <laughs> so 30 of those years, I worked with parents. 
So I've learned a lot over the years from parents and grandparents alike. And just being a parent myself, um, I am a parent of two um, young adults. So I put in the book the things that I know. Uh, I know education and I know parenting. So I wrote about what I knew. And the second uh, reason that I wrote the book, it really stemmed from a quote that I read many years ago from Toni Morrison. Mm -hmm. Toni Morrison, and I quote, said, if there is a book that you want to read and it has not been written yet, then you must write it. So I took her quote literally. Yeah. And I did just that. This is the book that I wish I had read back when I was a parent uh, starting out. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's why I wrote it. I like that. And I think that a lot of times as when people choose, and I'm saying choose, mm -hmm. to become parents, because mm -hmm. I think people need to choose, mm -hmm. that a lot of times they don't know, Brenda, what to do. Yes, ma'am. And b before we talk about some of the chapters that you've written about, was it hard for you starting out being a parent? Was, that, was it hard for you? You and your husband. Well, because I am the last of six children, mm -hmm. I was the last to have children. Mm. So I helped raise all of my nieces and nephews. They would come and spend entire summers with me. Mm -hmm. uh, so I have been around children the whole time. Um, so it was not difficult, but there were some challenges. And there's some things that I write about in the book that I wish I had known back then. Okay. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to really empower parents so they won't have to struggle with some of the things that I struggled with early on. Okay. And 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 and, and I know that it is a struggle for a lot of parents yes. uh, who are starting out and, and especially new to parents because you don't know what to do. It's not like... And, 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 and Brenda, it's a new time and day because yes. back in the day, I guess when we were growing up, you had the big mamas and you had the grandmothers yes. and you had those people, mm -hmm. people who would help new parents. They yes. would take over the children. But yes. it's a different world now. And so do you think your book, Parent Like a Pro, will, will help these new young people to become good parents? I absolutely do. Um one of the things that we we know in order to be a good parent, you have to have resources, you have to have information, um, you have to have skills. Mm -hmm. and, and what we know for sure is that a skill is uh, parenting is a skill, and skills have to be practiced. And so once parents get the right information in their hands, and this has been my experience working with them for over thirty years. Um, when they learn better, they tend to do better. Mm -hmm. So it's just a matter of not knowing. Some parents really just don't know. Um, and so it's my goal um, to get the information to them. And I figured the best way to do that was through the book because I stood in the front of parents for 30 years presenting mm -hmm. live. I may have had five parents. I may have had 50. Mm -hmm. But when you think about reaching the masses, the book was the way to go. Okay. Your first chapter, and interesting that you talk about parenting with positive power. Why is that important to have positive power? It's important, uh, Bev, to have positive, uh, positive power because it really encompasses a lot. 
Uh, we know that when we are positive, we are really instilling and pouring into our children in a positive way. And I feel like the more positive we are, giving the praise and, and you know, guiding them in the right direction, helping them to build character, uh, helping mm. them to see what success feels like, um, spending time with them, getting to know them, all of those things uh, equate to positive power and positive parenting. And and when you, because if 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 the negativity, if you're always talking negative or you have that negativity, it's going to reflect on those children. And this question, you know, when you when you were an educator and, and talking with parents, did you meet a lot of parents who had those negative attitudes and you saw that reflecting in their children in that classroom? Sometimes I did. Uh, and like I said earlier, when they learn better, they do better. A lot of parents uh, raise their children the way they were raised. Mm. And so mm -hmm. sometimes it's hard to get out of that. Uh, you have to... Uh, be around someone and be able to learn how to do it differently. And so that was my goal, was to model for them what positive parenting looked like and to give them the resources that they needed to get on a, a, a better uh, track with raising their children. And, of course, you know, a lot of parents wanted to learn. Uh, they were always open to learning, mm. and they did better. I had the opportunity not just to meet those parents one or two times because I was working in the schools. Mm -hmm. So when the schools contracted for me to do five or six parenting seminars, I had the opportunity to meet those same parents over and over again and and hear the success stories. Okay, okay. Another thing, and this is one of the things that I I, I deal with by by being an educator too on the on the college level is that I find that students are not critical thinkers. And in your book, in, in, in chapter two, you, you write about how to raise critical thinkers. Yes. And I never thought about when you, the, the key word there is how to raise. Mm -hmm. and, I, and, and I never thought about that because as, as I, when I'm talking to my students, I try to get them, I do exercise. You have mm -hmm. to think. You yes. have to think. So, so, why did you decide to write, you know, how, how do you raise a critical thinker? How do you do that? Well, there, um, it's all in the book, but let me just share with yeah. you one of the things that stands out uh, in my staple answer for raising critical thinkers is to ask more why questions. Mm. When you're interacting with your ch children, even your toddlers, all the way up, uh, adolescents, teenagers, Rather than telling them what, ask them why. Mm. Uh, and a why question requires more thinking. And so when you ask someone why, they have to stop and, and formulate their answer. You don't just spurt that out. Mm -hmm. You have to stop and think. And so when you're trained to do that, uh, it allows you to think critically before you give an answer. And it just becomes a part of who you are. So ask the why questions. Yes. And that... It, 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 and, and, and I go back to what my mother used to say, think before you speak. Yes, absolutely. And a lot of times our young people, they don't think. They just speak. Yes. And I teach them, Brenda, that once you speak, 
once that communication comes out, you can't take it back. That's right. You can't. You can apologize, mm-hmm. and, and and you can apologize for whatever you're saying, but people may not accept your apology. So it is real critical to think before you speak, and not only young people. We know old folks. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I have listeners who call who don't think before they speak. Yes, ma'am. Which is critical. And I and I love what you put that in, in, in that book, Raising Critical Thinkers. Yes. And then I also illustrated how you can make it fun. Okay. You know, when how, do, parent, how do you make it fun? Well, uh, as I described in the book, you can actually... Role play with your children. Uh, you can pretend like they're detectives, and and they can look for. You know, mm-hmm. it could be a scavenger hunt, mm-hmm. and they can look for different things, and and just uh, you can plant things in the house, and and once they find it, they have to describe it. Uh, so the more you communicate with your children, the better critical thinkers they will be. Uh, I have also. Um, Added, uh, pretend to be a builder. That promotes cla- uh, classifying and sorting. Mm. You know, that is a skill that the kids learn in school, mm-hmm. classifying and sorting. Uh, also, uh, pretend to be a teacher, developing uh, compare and contrast, mm-hmm. those things. So they're things that they learn in school, but at the advantage is hopefully they're making it fun in school. But as a parent, you can cer- certainly make it fun in your home. I like that. If you've just tuned in this afternoon, we are talking to Brenda Reed Pilcher. She is an author. She's a mother. She's a wife. She's my sorority sister. She's my (laughs) church member. She's an educator, all that good thing. Her book is called Parent Like a Pro, the one-stop shop playbook of tips, strategies, and real-life episodes. If you have a question or two for Brenda this day, we do invite you to call 535-9342, 535-9342. If you're listening to us outside the Memphis area, how are y'all this day? You can call us toll-free at one 800 503 That's one 800 503-WDIA. If you just can't call in today, you have a question for Miss Pilcher, you can email me, bevjohnson at iheartmedia.com. bevjohnson at iheartmedia.com. You're listening to WDIA. You're listening to The Bev Johnson Show, now in its 35th year on Mid-South Giant, WDIA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.